You are now in the summit. Alrighty. Hello, hello to all our uh, wonderful listeners and viewers, because we're on YouTube, obviously. And uh, welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of In The Salmon Podcast. You know the drill. You know how we run. Hasith, welcome aboard. Um, I'm actually so excited for this episode. There is so much to cover. And we're gonna. And today I'm the host, so we're going to talk about something I absolutely love more than anything else in the world. Um, and that is, of course, <laughs> uh, Test Cricket. Um, and uh, look, what what a uh, wonderful uh, test match we've had in the last, I guess, well, at the time of this recording, uh, will be around uh, 24 hours. Um, mm-hmm. New Zealand and Sri Lanka, two test teams, two countries that probably deserve to play more test cricket um, and have shown the world why they do deserve a bigger seat at the table. Um, the first test match of this two test series was an absolute thriller. I was, you know, watching this every single ball of, of that of that test up to day five. I was glued. I have never been more excited by <laughs> red ball cricket than I have watching that game. And of course, being a Lankan supporter, you know, you want to see Sri Lanka win. Um, unfortunately, they did not prevail. But oh my goodness, the fight they put on for. New Zealand to win that test match off like zero balls remaining, it was like it was real like a rumble in the jungle, thriller, you know, thriller in Manila kind of cricket. Um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm going to be honest. My expectations of Lanka and how they were going to perform in this New Zealand series was was quite low. I, I thought this game would be done in like two and a half days, um, given mm-hmm. how historically Sri Lanka doesn't do well in in overcast, swinging green top conditions. But my my goodness, they. They uh, have exceeded my expectations, and you know I just want to unpack this game. You know there were so many points where New Zealand had the advantage, Sri Lanka had the advantage. It was like a seesaw, and uh, you know I just want to get your thoughts. Like you know th- this is what Test cricket's about, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the what are you what are you what are you asking me exactly, no one? Oh, well, just went on a solo look. rant there. I was like, shit, man. Should I do I have to sign something at the end of this? What's going <laughs> yeah. on? Tell me something. Disclosure, non-disclosure statement. No, I think. Um, I think what I want to ask you is basically, you know, like, did you ever imagine this test match to go to play out like it did? Let's be real. Like, did you ever think that this game would play out the way it did, given, you know, how, how you know, uh, you know, professional New Zealand's test players are and how Lanka have not played test cricket for nearly eight months? Did you ever mm-hmm. expect a game to pan out like this between these two sides? Yeah, honestly, no. Um, it was an absolute cracker. And I think, um, yeah. I think it was it was really really good and and I think the most important thing and and I guess sort of like uh, the biggest takeaway for me I guess as if we were talking to someone that doesn't watch Test cricket was yeah you didn't you didn't you never knew what happened what was going to happen the result mm. was so 50 50 mm. in the balance right up until the very last ball but not even that but even after that ball was bowled mm. we had to go to the third umpire to get the result yeah and yeah. um that is that's the first time i've ever seen that happen in a test match um yeah you know, go to the third umpire and you know all these things but um i think that's a really good sum up of the potential of test cricket yeah and um you're right lanka hasn't played cricket uh test cricket in about eight or nine months and yeah um all credit to those boys because they they show that um you know that they, they have the ability they have the ability yeah. once if, if presented 
um, in more test games. I think uh, Lanka have the have the goods to perform results like this, even though it didn't go their way. Um, no yeah. one can doubt the the entertainment factor, and and that's what we play sport, right? Uh, yeah. To entertain, and they definitely they definitely did that. I think you know it's 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 an interesting loss because no one's actually like, I guess, blaming Lanka or saying, "Oh, Lanka just you know Lanka was just terrible." Like Sri Lanka played a really really strong game up until the very end. Yes, there were there were crucial um, mistakes, but then again, there were mistakes on New Zealand's part as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think drop. Uh, you know, in the last innings when Dickwell dropped uh, Kane Williamson when he was on thirty, to me that was crucial. Yeah. Because Kane Wilson was the glue in that New Zealand side. He just literally, I don't know how a man can play with that much pressure. And like, you know, he didn't even break a sweat. It was just very MS Dhoni vibes. The, the whole, yeah. <laughs> that whole innings, you know. To be fair, I think he was like, um, did we talk about even like uh, the day prior? We lost like 20, 25 or 30 overs mm-hmm. um, on day five. So I think yeah. for for Williamson, and I said that you and I obviously we've got a we talk offline all the time about about games. I yes, I, I caught it quite early. I was like, man, Williamson is just going to bat the whole time. Yeah, I caught it the day prior. He's not even going to worry about the you know the mm. runs. He's just, mm-hmm. his his goal mm. is to bat all the way. Yeah, and the and yeah. the result will be the result. But he's yeah. gonna he's got another he's got a few boys in the tank that can just tee off. Yeah, and we certainly saw it with Daryl Mitchell. I think he's got a six off the first ball. Mm. Um, we saw what Matt, Matt Henry was able to do in the first innings, scoring a very yeah. quick 70-odd. Mm. Um, so Williamson, no-brainer. It, it looked good on the outside and you know, <laughs> come the result, but I think yeah. not even he was expecting it to go down the way no. that it did. And he was just doing what he needed to do. Mm. And that was to be Captain Cool, the Kiwi Captain Cool. Kiwi Captain um, King Kane. Call him King Kane, Captain Kane. What are you going to call him? Um, no, look, a lot it looks of respect- very good when he, when he pulls it off, huh? Yeah, look, a lot of respect to Kane Williamson. Um, I mean, he's arguably New Zealand's greatest ever modern-day batsman. Like, it's there's yeah. some there's some record or stat. He's like the most. He's got the most test runs. He's gonna blitz every record. Yes. Um, but like you know, he played he played a near flawless game. Um, he's very like he's a very like street fighter kind of cricketer, Kane Williamson. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you mean. Tell me, what like, do you mean? He's like, like he's like a he's like a real street fighter. Like he's there for a scrap. You know what I mean? Like he's no. I don't know if I can agree with you on that. Well, no, surely. Like you know, he's not okay. I, I, I would like not be backing Kane Williamson in any form of scrap. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was a real scrap though. That he literally took it to the end. That's what I mean by scrap. Like, like I don't know. Yeah. He's the kind of bloke that's gonna like. He's gonna play some ugly innings, but he'll end up winning it for his done. team. You know, gets it done and. uh and you know we talk about the finish, but we also need to talk about the way Lanka stayed competitive throughout that game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just Kane Williamson's hundred. Uh, Angela Matthews scored an amazing hundred as well um, in the mm-hmm. third in the second innings for for Lanka. That was a really really important uh, hundred um, mm-hmm. because at one point Sri Lanka was looking a little bit wobbly. They were actually they were four for ninety five. Okay, uh, four for ninety five at one point. Um, at that point, you know, Prabhat Jasir, the night watchman, had been dismissed, so it was looking wobbly. And uh, mm-hmm. Angela Matthews just came in, you know, played a really, really good innings, very test match innings, you know, strike rate of just under 50. Um, he kept things ticking over, and you know, he just shows why he's like the senior guy in the team, like why everyone needs him, and why he's arguably, uh, after in this current era, he's arguably Sri Lanka's best ever test, test match cricketer. Um, I mean, you're I mean, in my opinion, 
you make that face all the time. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Look, I mean, I was looking at the numbers. You know, I'm a very numbers and, and stats oriented guy. And, you know, mm. he's he's pretty much the only bloke that averages 45 in test cricket with the bat for Lanka. Yep. Um, mm. You know, Chandimal is not there. The rest are in the 30s. And so, you know, uh, Angela Matthews is like our only like sort of competitive sort of guy. I mean, Dilith is a very good batsman, of course. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, obviously, uh, Angela's played, uh, you know, he's played for a while now. Um, mm. So he's got those numbers behind him. But, you know, Dimut Kanaratna averages 39.54 in Test cricket, which is which is pretty decent average considering where Lanka has been in Test cricket. But Matthews is obviously that guy that, you know, he keeps the team together. He's, you know, he's got so much experience. And that 115 yeah. was purely experience. That was his experience showing. Playing yeah. in those conditions, you know, mm, for sure. Um, he really showed what he was able to do if his body allowed for it. We've seen like we've seen him yeah. lose a few years, a few years, yeah, yeah. Uh, due to you know hamstring and and, and other injuries. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think probably for the last eighteen months or so, you know, most of us Sri Lankan supporters would have counted him out. We would have been like, all right, this is going to be like a real soft closing yeah. of the curtains for mm. you know a, a great batsman that we had. Um, oh, a great yeah. captain and a great mm. servant to to the sport yeah. uh, and to the nation, but it's such a testament to, I guess, sort of his his brute ability. You know, he's come from like a very strong school cricket side. I remember him coming yeah. up uh, through yeah. the ranks, and he's been trained by the likes of Mahela and Sangakara. Yeah, so he's got he's got the goods, and um, you know, he, he's he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's definitely yeah. in the twilight years of his career. So um, it was a real real battle. And if anything, I reckon that Matthews Matthews is a scrapper. Matthews, oh yeah, I'm, I'm putting Matthews in as a scrapper for no, me. Well, I agree with that. I mean, we've, we've seen him before, way back in 2010, uh, when we were in high school, that classic Miracle Melbourne game. Yes. Uh, that's, where we, that's where we first saw his uh, street fighter abilities. But but look, <laughs> I, I mean, Kane, Kane Williamson, I think he's recently arrived in that category. He's always been a bit of a guy that gets bulk runs, but, but we saw a different side to Kane Williamson. But uh, definitely yeah. Angela Matthews has always been that kind of street fighter character, a bloke that will never say die, never give up. You know, mm. even when everything's against him, backs to the wall, he'd be like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'll find a way out of this." So, um, yeah. so you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just blown away by that test match. Though the way it panned out, um, you know, the way it just unfolded, it was just like a, it was like a seesaw of of, of momentum the whole way through. Um, you know, I, I guess the one thing that slightly disappointed me about Lanka was was obviously on the final day. There was a point where New Zealand suddenly started attacking, right? So Daryl Mitchell mm. and Ken Wilson just started like smashing Prabhat out of the park, um, yep. you know, and you could see a little bit of panic set in to Lankan team. Yep. And uh, you actually mentioned this before offline, and you always said that Dimut Karnaratha is a bit of a defensive captain. And mm. um, we saw that a little bit come out. So he started putting people on the boundary. He started telling Prabhat Jasri to bowl like a, a leg side, a, a leg stump line. And, you know, I wasn't really feeling it at that point. I was like, why are you doing this deal with that? I understand yeah. that you want to save runs, but this is too much. And it got to a point where Pravad was bowling so far down leg side, the umpire started calling it wide. Okay. Yeah. And then, and you know, they were uh, filed a complaint and then uh, Daranjay Disilok filed a complaint, but I could see what the, why the umpire was going to start calling it wide because if you're gonna bowl that negative and prevent any yeah. opportunity for a game to unfold, then then fair enough. So that was probably the one criticism I had of Lanka's approach on the final day. But then mm -hmm. things started to come back together when Asita Fernando bowled. 
he's a, he's a guy he's good right he's a guy <laughs> that i really want to give him a shout out to he literally single-handedly brought lanka back in the game yeah like he saw all this negativity happening he's like no you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna come in there and i'm gonna i'm gonna shake it up a bit and and, and get something to happen yeah. and um you know it's because of him i wouldn't well, say cause of him but he definitely instigated uh, a, a bit of self-belief you know mm. and and suddenly lanka came back into action you know <laughs> um I, I felt like i felt like the way he was bowling he was saying to his teammates look we're not done yet we're not done you know the game's not over till it's over um but look he reminds you know, me no one he reminds me very much so of uh a past Sri Lankan bowler Dhamika Prasad um oh, not yes. too long ago yeah 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 for me him they both bowl a very very similar style of bowling um yeah. and Dhamika Prasad uh was actually really really well renowned for his grouping um he's probably yeah. one of the best uh you know medium fast bowlers Lanka's producing the last yeah. probably 20 years or so especially in the mm. test arena mm-hmm. um and I remember the test series against England. I think the one that we that we that we won. Um, they were likening his grouping to that of even Glenn McGrath. Um, yeah, yeah wow. And you know, he's just he used to be so good. Um, and I think we're seeing a breath of uh, Prasad in uh, in Asad Fernando, and he's very oh, yeah. very young. And yeah. Um, he, yeah, you're right. He bowled with such intent, yeah. and that's why he was able to string together a couple of Yorkers that really put Sri yeah. in the in the box, the box seat. Box seat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um i mean <laughs> you and i were chatting offline and we we're like back and forth they're like you're like now nah, this game's done and i was like nah nah there's still a draw but like yeah. you know that like, i mean i'm not criticizing i'm just saying that's what makes test cricket so interesting right this is why this game this format of the game exists because you know when you have an enthralling final day like this you know all the results are possible you have to watch everything you can't yeah. take your eyes off the tv screen and and this is why this format of the game exists. When 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 games like this are produced, it's 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 great for cricket all around. And speaking of this, I do want to mention another test match, which was the complete opposite, and yeah. would be absolutely detrimental to the future of test cricket. And that was the final yeah. test match between India and Australia in the Borgavskar Trophy. They played on an absolute road. Yes, Kohli got a ton. You know, everyone got tons, bulk tons all around, but. Everyone but, got tons. <laughs> well, it felt that way. Are you, a, are you, a, I guess, sort of like uh, belittling Kohli's ton, are you? No, it's but quite, quite I, would, I would never, I would never belittle His Majesty King Kohli. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, it was obviously a bit of a road, and uh, I don't know, it felt like a bit of a dampener of, a, of an end to that Border Gavaskar series. Um, a series where India ultimately was going to end up, you know, on top. Um, mm. But you know, it was. I mean, it's good to see. It's good to see players get hundreds. But, but that game was was uh, was absolutely like it was just dead from like day two, I reckon. Because when you when we saw Australia bat out two whole days, almost two two and a bit days, I was like, yeah, this is this is done. I mean, yeah. Why do they make Why do they make pitches like this? Why do they Why do the curators want to produce matches like this? Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I think they really dropped the ball this series. It's actually um, somebody. <laughs> In the words of Russell Peters, somebody you're gonna get a hurt real bad, man. Like somebody, yeah. <laughs> somebody lost their job last test. Yeah, you don't wow. want to see something like this. You want to see some kind of consistency, even within a test series. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's been too like it's you can't even call what's gonna happen. And the fact that you yeah. know Australia better for two full days, mm. it's it that is, it is really really detrimental to, to to test cricket, and it sucks that it's it's consistently happening in Asia, um, yeah. notably in Pakistan and India. Yeah. Um, especially with with the BCCI being so heavily involved and being, mm. you know, you would you would hope that they 
I guess sort of make it like a like an even playing field. I get you need a home, you know, a home ground home advantage, advantage like yeah. but mm. you still want a result. This yeah. this past test has been I've never been in the last probably like five or six years so disappointed yeah. in in a test series within India because it's just it's just I don't even want to watch. I yeah. don't want to watch because yeah. nothing's really happening. And you love yeah. test cricket, Nuan. What did you feel about it? Did you did you did Was, you watch? 30 overs one day or watch watched, any of it? Like, I watched about 20, 15 or 20, half an hour-ish because I just like yeah. watching cricket in general. And, yeah. you know, it, and the cool thing is, you know, the, the India-Australia test and the Sri Lanka-New Zealand test are happening at the exact same time, right? That's so, right. So as soon as one test match finishes, I switched over to the other channel. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just so dead. Like the, the game was just meandering along. You know, I saw Shubman Gill getting a ball. Um, and that's when you realize, okay, they're, 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 they're just taking the piss now. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, the pitch had a very white sort of texture. There were very little cracks. It was just very just like flat. Um, I mean, there were cracks, but like they're not the kind of cracks that are going to scare you, right? It's just typical. It's just typical flat yeah. cricket, you know? Consistent like yeah. straight on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's really sad. I mean, I don't know why this keeps happening in a Border Gavaskar series. I mean, India is the most powerful cricket nation in the world. They would surely have the funds to produce a good pitch that, will cater for a result i mean even sri lanka produces good pitches okay like yeah. like you know i'll tell you something they actually put you know before lanka came to new zealand the reason why i did a bit of reading on this and the reason why they they played so well in new zealand on that green top and why it was so uncharacteristically sri lankan is because prior to that series they'd mm -hmm. been training in uh like Nura Elliot or uh, there's a ground in like a in the in the mountain regions of lanka that they have produced and it replicates english and new zealand conditions it's cold up there it's cold up there. It's got a green pitch. And so the Lankan team has been training up in the mountains of Sri Lanka. That was like they made a training facility um, mm. to help prepare Lanka for, for New Zealand conditions. But there it goes go. to show that you can still produce SEMA-friendly conditions in the subcontinent, right? Um, you know, provided that you actually want to produce that, right? Um, yeah. You know, India, India, especially go towards like Nepal or like those mountainous regions. They have grounds up there. They have test match venues up there, and they can produce mm. SEMA friendly conditions. Um, and so, there's certainly know, uh, no shortage of resources. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not. There's absolutely no shortage of resources. So yeah, that was, that was that's the question. No, no. To me, finance is not the issue here. I think it's it's purely more like the entertainment value that the Indians are looking to get out of a cricket match. That's how I see it. It's sort of waiting up between giving giving their own guys an advantage, which is fine. Yeah. And the entertainment factor, and they've really they've they've literally seesawed in the biggest yeah. possible way, and they haven't yeah. found that like equilibrium ideal... point that we're all looking yeah. for, right? Yeah. So that's what it is. Because like that, what happened was like you know obviously the ICC rated that pitch as poor, so they, then they massively overcompensated and then that's produced right. a, and then produced a pitch that's like the it's like literally playing cricket on the Monash freeway, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's right. um, but it's interesting, you know, and and you know that's why this episode is called a tale of two test matches because it's literally like chalk and cheese. One of mm -hmm. them was like the ultimate you know rock star entertainment thriller game, and the other. <laughs> And the other one was just like it was I just, hate um, it. Makes you hate cricket. Right? Watching watching cooking shows with your with your nan on a, on a oh, Friday night instead of going yeah. out with the boys. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, so I think there's things to be looked at there as well. I mean, but you know, unfortunately, now that Lanka did lose that game to New Zealand, they're out of contention for the World Test Championship finals. So India mm. is definitely locked in. Australia's locked in. Um, that should be a pretty good Test match because we're playing in England. 
um, I think at the Oval as well. Um, mm -hmm. So it'll be it'll be like a whoever wins that whoever wins that mace that trophy. It's going to be the first time for either either team. So that'll be good. It'll be it'll mean a lot for India if India can win it because India has not won a global cricket title in the men's for the for the men's in more than a decade. Did you know that? When, when did they won last? The, the last thing, the last, no, the last global title they won in in, in men's cricket was uh, the 2013 Champions Trophy. 2013. Okay. Mm. So it's been more than a decade. Ever since the retirement of MS Dhoni, India has never won a global title. <laughs> so. Was he was he the captain in 2013? He was, yeah, he was the captain of India's team in that 2013 uh, champion uh, champions trophy victory. So, you know, a lot a lot at stake there, and uh, it's why we like Test cricket. But I guess I guess on the topic of Test cricket, you know, um, Angela Matthews uh, did an interview, and he was actually lamenting, or he was quite disappointed with with the way the ICC is scheduling Test cricket for countries that are not the big three. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was saying that, look, you know, Sri Lanka only gets to play five or six test matches a year now, whereas mm -hmm. the likes of India, England, and Australia play like 15 odd games a year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he then brought up a really good point stating that, you know, for example, Craig Brathwaite of the West Indies, he's been playing, he's been playing test cricket since 2011, and he still hasn't reached 100, 100 test caps, whereas yeah. Joe Root debuted in 2013, and there's like 130 odd test caps to his name. So, this imbalance is going to be something done about it. I mean, like, what are your yeah. thoughts? I mean, you know, how can we get Test cricket to an equilibrium point where everyone gets to play an equal, equal uh, an equal number of games, or is that just too impossible now? Yeah, I think it's. Um, I mean, there's no question as to why, you know, the the big three are like one of the best Test sides in in the yeah. world because they get that much practice, they get that much sort of importance placed on training in yeah. that sort of form. Um, they get funding when it comes to you know. You know, really prioritizing that. Where I think for like nations like Sri Lanka, for example, and and even New Zealand, it's like an afterthought from the from the cricket association for that nation. It's not really yeah. where all goes. Mm. And because of that, it's you know, what what can you really expect? You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. it's like um it's like an associate nation with really good players not getting the funding to play. How do you expect them to play? Yeah. Um, to answer your question, Nuan, how can we fix this going forward? It's a it's a real tough one. Yeah. I think um I think the ICC has done something that is how can I even word this? It's fair, but it it is um it is dangerous in the yeah. in the uh, I guess sort of in the way that they've sort of uh, allocated points in terms mm. of ranking. You know, mm. test series with more tests, yeah, they get less points per win and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But sort of doesn't incentivize incentivize giving nations more test matches in a series because it doesn't mm. really matter. They still have the same equal opportunity to make the, the World Test Championship. So perhaps oh, if yeah. they, you know, the ICC need to sort of put their foot down um, mm. and sort of, I guess, sort of come to a better agreement or something, something more. Like they've done, they've done okay now. You yeah. know, we've, we've trialed this for like, this will be the second uh, World second, Test Championship. Second, yeah, the, the second That's cycle right. of the, yeah. Mm. So, you know, for the, maybe the, maybe the fourth and the fifth, they might mm. try to do something where they, mm. they intensifies these countries uh, or the ICC kind of pushing for more mm. test series or at least more tests within a series yeah. at the very yeah. least, right? Yeah. I can understand mm. if it's hard to get, you know, Sri Lanka down to like South Africa yeah. and Bangladesh and India and Australia, you mm. know, but at least give them like three to four tests. Some, yeah. and that, that's a big ask. Like yeah. If you're not going to give them more series, give them more tests. More right? tests, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I, I would say like a minute of three tests at least because yeah. when you play a two test series, it just feels like it's just unfinished, you know? Um, yeah. I've never understood why, even if it's T20 or if it's ODI or test, there's only yeah. two games. Yeah. Because then like, like you tie the series. What is that? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's really, it's a really weird one. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and yeah, and Matthews was like, look, you know, it's not that Lanka can't play test cricket. Lanka has obviously shown that they're very competent at test cricket. They, they value test cricket, which is important. Um, there was a time, you know, before pre-COVID times where I was worried about the future of Lankan cricket because it seemed like all these youngsters coming through just didn't care about playing tests. But now I can see that there's some, uh, there's a real sort of drive to become good test cricketers. Like I, I was yeah. really impressed with Dan and Jed Silva was batting and yes. uh, Kusar Mendes was batting. These young guys doing really, really well. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the issue is not quality. It's the quality is there. You know, New Zealand have shown that. New Zealand defeated England. Right, <laughs> yes. in an absolute they, nail biter. New um, Zealand right? actually single-handedly holding up Test interest. <laughs> this they, year. Are. they are. <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand deserves so much more respect than what the ICC is giving them. These guys won yep. the first edition of the World Test Championship. Yep. They won that. Yep. So New Zealand, you know, I'd love to see New Zealand play three Test series or four what Test series. What, what do they need to do? I don't know. I'm, you know, you, I'm, I'm just gonna go to Dubai and like run up to the ICC headquarters and just be like, hey, listen. We have a chat, you know, come on our podcast. You're a bold man. I'll leave you to yeah. that, man. That's, um, that's, that's, so, that'd be a one-way ticket, I reckon. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. But look, test cricket's in a very weird place where, like, all these countries that are getting lesser test matches are producing better quality cricket than yeah. the countries that are playing a lot of it and have the, have the money and they're just not doing much with it. So... There needs to come a point where you know we find we find a way to, you know, bring the likes of a South Africa, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, New Zealand, you know, these those four teams alone have produced some remarkable Test careers over the years. They they deserve mm -hmm. to play more Test cricket. Um, yeah, and you know, I, I it just it just brings it's just a really good talking point. You know, um, mm. the 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 Craig Brathwaite and Joe Root comparison that really that really blew my mind. Yeah. You know. I mean, I guess the thing is, and, mm. and this is something this this like, you know, from a marketing point of view and, and everything yeah. like that. Mm. I know, you know, Sri Lanka used to come down to Australia quite often back in yep. the day when we had an absolute elite, absolute elite team. Yep. Um, I guess what these nations that don't get prioritized seemingly need to do are, are keep battling and keep winning tests or at least yep. keep producing good contests mm. so they are more marketable and they're more, I guess, sort of appealing for countries like Australia. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if, if Sri Lanka, for example, can do can play the way that they have now mm. for the, for like another two or three series, yeah. the autumn and you know, regardless of if they win, you know, three of the next four or whatever it is, they win like a couple, mm. and they can show that they can actually battle when they do quite well. And this yeah. isn't just Sri Lanka; this also is also West Indies, and this is also the reason why Craig Bathgate hasn't played, hasn't gotten the opportunity to have get hundred tests, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Because they have not produced quality sides, so there's yeah. no real guess sort of challenge. Nobody's mm. going to tune in because they know it's going to be one-sided, right? Mm. So that's what yeah. these countries and these players need to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only way out of this sort of predicament. I think that's yeah, that's one side of it. But you, you can't actually, you, but you also can't get better if you don't get enough exposure as well. So that's yeah. that's it's like it's, a it's like a one. it's like a tough one. But at the same time, like there is talent in these countries. I mean, you're you're probably like a you're a bit of a talent agent. You're always telling me about <laughs> the latest <laughs> up and coming. Yeah, yeah. Me <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I think Chess is in a very peculiar state uh, to me. It's just like 
it's like on the one hand there's people that want that it's on the one hand it's super entertaining and then on the other hand like the teams that we're sort of relying on are not pulling their weight kind of thing um yep. you know like a two test series just doesn't cut it i think lanka deserves at least a three test series south africa deserve a three test series sure. um and by the same time there is obviously that stigma around certain sides just not being up to the mark you know i think and, west indies is probably right on top of that list you oh know? yeah because because yeah. brathwaite has been like he has been an absolute ro- rose in a <laughs> oh, yeah. in a garden bed full of weeds. Let's be honest, yeah. and I don't want to disrespect anyone when we when, but like he's been a clear shining shining light yeah. in the West Indian Test team uh, for many a year now. Um, yeah. So he needs to find a partner in crime or partners in crime mm. um, to sort of help West Indies out of the rut that they that they've I would say ultimately put themselves in, whether it be yeah. in players themselves or management. But um, mm. something's definitely going to miss and. Um, you know, Craig Brathwaite's been playing for a long time. Mm. Who knows how long he's got left? Mm-mm-mm. We would hate to see him have, retire and nobody suitable take his spot. Yeah, in the West Indies. You know what I mean? Here's another interesting stat, right? I had a, I've got, I've got a Kiwi mate who's been giving me a lot of flack um, about this loss, and he knows who he is. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> he was saying uh, the last time Australia went to New Zealand for a Test series was nearly mm. nine years ago. So last time Australia came to New Zealand to play a test series in 2015. Right. Since then, there's not been an Australia-New Zealand test series in New Zealand since then. So mm. there's, there, is a, there is a severe imbalance in uh, the scheduling or like how they organise who plays who. Because Australia doesn't go to New Zealand for eight years, but in that time, they go up to England, they go back from England, they play Ashes, you know, they, they, you know they've been to England so many times in that, in that period. So... So just goes to show that it's yeah it's it's a it's a matter of of, of I guess uh, mismanaged priorities in my opinion, um, and you know yeah. I hope I hope the ICC look at test matches like this uh, between Sri Lanka and New Zealand and that last one between England and New Zealand and, sure. and notice and and you know realize that these other countries that are not getting enough cricket are actually producing the best quality cricket. And at that's least just my like you and I wish we're, we're Lankan fans for sure. Yes, but at least as a cricket fan. Give New Zealand some more tests. hundred percent, right? percent. This is just from a completely unbiased opinion. These boys have deserved it. They've earned it. Give mm. them some tests. We'd like, we'd like to see them down in Australia, maybe next oh, season. Oh, dude, absolutely, season, right? Absolutely. Yeah. New Zealand is one of those like they're just one of those teams that like they always do well. Like they're always around. They always perform well. But like nobody ever gives them the credit they deserve. This has been like they're a... too nice, no one. They're too yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is I, I i'm being so serious they like, play they 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 are the real gentlemen of cricket and oh, it's dude. partly and i'm blaming kane williamson he's too damn nice yeah you know what i mean good bloke. I know. yell at someone you know do something shake your fist on the ground do something I know. you know he's, he's too much. <laughs> i think i think one of our friends is like he, he reminds he reminds um he reminds of a of a, te- of a teddy bear he's just a big teddy bear you know yeah exactly um, yeah usually when you grow a beard you get like a little bit of it like, like an angry yeah, demeanor. i know like you like, just want to give a little you know a little scratch yeah, the chin, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like a viking on the outside teddy bear on the inside like let's get yeah, on you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but in the 100 percent, you're right about new zealand they deserve more more opportunities like i think new zealand much did, more that's the thing they really cannot do much more yeah and you know what they do you know what they do in new zealand though when it comes to mm. test cricket or when it, whenever a high profile country visits new zealand um, mm. And they play test match. They always start the test match on a Thursday or Friday. Okay. Okay. And then that way, the the, the test match finishes on the Monday. 
but the two pivotal days, day three and four on the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend. So that's how they try to that's how they try to build the revenue and try to get people to come to the matches. That's really good. They've obviously got the numbers to back that, obviously. Right. Um, so that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. And so this is how New Zealand within their own country are trying to build popularity for cricket. Um, mm. But, you know, we need to see more support from the ICC and, and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But look, you know, this, this episode has flown by. We're literally almost at the end, Hasid. Um, are we? Any, I really yeah, we, this one, one. Eh? Can we keep going? We keep keep going. going. Look, we we keep. I mean, we can keep going. I don't really mind. Um, <laughs> I know. I know you of all people don't mind. Yeah. It's your one well, chance to shine. The last probably like three to four weeks. I haven't had yeah. a whole episode on test cricket in ages. Oh, You've had all. I'm, 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 I'm not mentioning your stupid, you know, IPL and this league. Oh and... my goodness! <laughs> you better cut that out, man. Before we lose all of our Indian supporters. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. I mean, I I like IPL. I think IPL is great. Um, oh, you can't, you can't, he's lying, nah, he's lying now. Can't, so can't backtrack from here, can we? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, this is all you, dude. You don't oh. just have <laughs> Damn, I was trying to pull you down with me, but no, it's all it. <laughs> <laughs> But look, uh, look, it's signing off. I mean, um, the next, the you know, the, the ODI series starts between India and Australia very shortly. So, you know, you we're, we're, all, we're all pumped up for that. Um, <laughs> and then the second test starts with uh, Sri Lanka and New Zealand shortly as well. You know your your sort of predictions, overviews. Uh, you know what do, what do you expect to happen, uh, especially with the ODI series coming up with India and Australia. Yeah, India and Australia. Yeah, I think that'll be obviously there'll be way more of a um, I guess sort of um, <clears throat> significance for the curators to put importance on scoring runs. Oh yeah, so I think it'll be yeah. more really based. Uh, it'll yeah. be more entertaining for us um, mm. as, as as viewers and even casual mm. viewers will probably tune into that a lot more. Yeah. Um, we have, um, you know, Cameron Green is actually someone that I've, I've, I've slowly crept up to enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. um, he's getting a lot of backing. Um, from the great media. Yeah, I was oh, going to say. Oh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that, but yeah. um, he's actually doing very well. And I think um, yeah. the fact that he scored the ton that he did, yeah, um, it was a super important one for someone like myself who was sort of mm. like on the on the edge. I wasn't sure how I felt about him. Yeah, you know, the two point three Australian dollars, two point three million Australian dollars he got from the IPL, I didn't quite understand it. But mm. um, the more that he performs the way that he does, the more yep. that I can see the value in him. And mm. um, like you mentioned, the great cricketer, a lot of the guys are saying that this is or he is the future of Australian cricket. Yeah, um, that's a big call to make. Uh, but the more that he continues to play, I, I can see it happening. Yeah, huge. Uh, I mean. Even I didn't rate. Even I didn't rate Cameron Green highly. I thought he was a good cricketer. Mm. I thought he deserved to play for Australia, mm-hmm. but I thought he might have become like a he might become like a Shane Watson type character because to be that tall, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that can go wrong with a body like that, um, just injury wise. Exactly. But but look, he's still around. He's still young. He's still got a lot of he's got so much cricket in him. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see the journey of Cameron Green as well. Um, but we look, we we will we'll, uh, we will wrap it up here. Um, but second test between Sri Lanka and New Zealand, what what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think the main thing that I'm looking out for is whether Nirushan Dikwal, a little Dicky, mm. as you and I like to call him, um, yes. for his stature, obviously, he's a, he's a, he's a small man. Yes, he um, is. Wonder if he will get picked or not. Um, I am not really convinced. Um, as yeah. you said, he dropped a, a very, very pivotal catch of Kane Williamson and didn't really yeah. back it up with the bat as well. I really, yeah. I was telling my dad as well while we were watching the test match, mm. um, all we needed from him was a quick 30 or 40. Yep. That's all we need. We didn't need him to stay in there and do anything no. too crazy. No. 
string mm. together 30 or 40, which is which is way he bats, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't get a consistent run in the national side. This was yeah. this was a rare chance for him, and mm. he really messed up, which is very, very disappointing to see because I've backed him a lot in the past. Yeah. Um, but I think if we are to produce our best 11 to win the next game, he probably needs to go. And yeah. we need someone else who's more... Uh, you know, more of a batsman um, or a batting mm. all-rounder. Mm. Um, but I do mm. think that Sri Lanka hopefully will win the next one just because yeah. I felt like they play with a lot of heart. They do. And if yeah. the Williamson catch was taken, mm. I genuinely think that Lanka probably would have would have gotten over them. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think uh, for me, um, yeah, Nirshan Dikwil had a really bad game. He scored seven in the first innings and then he made... Uh, Big fat uh, yeah, a, a four-ball duck in the second innings. And then yep. not only that, he dropped a, a crucial catch as well. So, yeah, I mean, his, his position in the team is definitely under threat. Um, it'll be surprising to see him play the second test. But, yeah, I'd like to see someone else take his place. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who would you have in in, in instead of Dickwell? Oh, who would I have? You know what? Um, we saw a subfielder come on late in the day. Mr. Chamika Kaurana up there. Goodness me, I that's think, a name. I think I think he's the X factor that that is you never know what you're gonna get with him, mm. but he does play with a lot of heart and it's very, very evident in his body language. Mm. Sometimes over the top, but um he does play with a lot of pride. And I think that's what we need in the the middle to low order with the bat. Yeah. And mm. he can he's obviously quite handy with the ball as well as he's shown. So I think he's a very, very good asset to have. I've got a I've got a fun fact about Charming Karan. I thought, you know, I'm always full of fun facts. <laughs> I don't know if they're fun, but you're definitely full of facts. I can feel the skepticism in your face already. You're like, no, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so, Charmiga Karanatha's first ever match for Sri Lanka was a test match. He made his yeah. te- he made his first uh, played his first game in a test match, test debut back in 2019, and uh, he played in Canberra actually against Australia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he just debuted as a fast medium bowler. Um, but so you know, he has he definitely has some test experience, I suppose. But yeah, interesting, interesting selection. Um, I would like Is to there see else like, that you'd pick up instead. I'm thinking. I'm I'm just trying to think. There was a there was a, a really good off spinner for Lanka who played against Australia. I think his name was Ramesh Mendis. Ramesh um, Mendis, yeah, he's very good. He can bat too, actually. Yeah, Ramesh That's Mendis a is a he's another guy I'd like to I'd like to see because Sri Lanka's uh, strength is spin. Um, yep. We saw Prabhat J- Jaisir took some crucial wickets before he started getting smashed. But like, mm. it would have been good to have uh, like a, another specialist spinner support Prabhat Jaisiria. Um, okay. You know, I love watching Daranjay the Silver Ball. I think he was a bit more than a part timer, but it would be nice to have Thank like. A... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like his bowling. We waited, we waited a fair few episodes to get that kind of recognition from. Oh, really? Yeah, right, true, here he comes. Yeah, I didn't rate him for a while. But but look, I've watched DDS ball and he's he's doing all right now. But um, but I would I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Ramesh Mendis get another test. Uh, yeah. when he so played you against for another Rafi as opposed to a, a medium pacer. I think Lanka's pace attack right now is is ideal. I think they've got okay. the right balance of pace balls to to handle the the green wickets of New Zealand. Yeah, our strength is spin, right? Yeah, all the all the big all the big partnerships that were broken with through spin, right? So mm. I would love to see another specialist spinner support Prabhat um in that in that regards. And Ramesh is a decent batsman too. So that's my pick. Bat, yeah. yeah. So who do you have to keep then? Well, I mean, one quick question before you wrap up. Who would you, uh, wrap who would you up. keep? Well, I mean Chandimal Chandi used to keep, and Chandimal is a decent keeper. Um mm-hmm. wouldn't mind him as the keeper. 
Kusal Mendes has also kept as well, but I don't I don't really rate Kusal Mendes as like a proper keeper. He can keep, he can keep, right? It's like you know, it's like it's like when Rahul Dravid used to keep for India. You know what I mean? Like this guy. Are you serious? You gonna you gonna? <laughs> yep, you have to say something controversial before we. Oh, no. you always do this, man. You no, always like, do this. You, you, you some yeah. can keep really well. Rahul Dravid's got good hands. He's got good hands. He's way better slipper. Yeah, but um, yeah. But but Chandimal is a keeper for me. I reckon that's that's yeah. where I'd sort of leave it at. But look, uh, we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you to all our wonderful listeners and viewers because we are obviously on YouTube as well. Um, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you next week for episode. Just a eight. quick shout out. Sorry, you know what? Just a quick shout out for those listening in on uh, on our podcast. If you search yeah. in the salmon on YouTube, you will find every episode. I think for the last three or four mm-hmm. um, online, and you get to see our beautiful faces. Exactly um, right. So if you're exactly wondering right. what Nuan and I look like, <laughs> we're online. We're online. Come check us out subscribe um and all the rest of it show show your family show your nan so you don't have to yes. watch the, the cooking shows on friday night that's it that's it but uh yeah just two just two wonderful beautiful handsome brown boys sharing their views on the game but look uh that was a, that was a brilliant shout out Hasek. we'll we'll wrap it up there um thanks always for joining me on the on the show i'm keen for next week where we uh unpack the india odi australia series but uh but yeah we're just signing off here and it's uh goodbye for now Perfect. see you guys have a good week